now it's time for a moment with Marissa. Today I was pooping in the public restroom, and two stalls down was another woman pooping. And it was silent because there was no one else in the bathroom. No one else was peeing to break up the silence. All we could hear was, like, our toilet papers and our little, like, bathroom noises. But at one point, the lady, like, coughed or, like, hiccuped or something. And then she said, oh, excuse me. It was so horrible to be acknowledged. Like, just a tip, guys. If you're pooping, it doesn't matter what you do. Do not acknowledge anyone else pooping in that bathroom or else you will feel linked and connected and vulnerable and naked, okay? Both of you be silent, even if you do something weird. Do not apologize. Do not even acknowledge the other person is there, because then you ruin everything. Just a PSA. Y'all heard? Hey, everybody. This is Y'all Heard. You can hear that, can't you? Oh, it's not that bad. As long as it's okay. consistent, the air conditioning isn't so bad. Hey, everybody. Okay. Marissa has her air conditioner on. That's Marissa In Phillips. In my face. And you're P. Phillips. And we're not related. And we're here to bring you Y'all Heard, a podcast where we tell you some things that we, you know, maybe learned throughout the week or uh, we did research on because we didn't learn anything new in our week because our lives are not as challenging and intellectual as we'd hoped they would have been when we started this podcast. No. In other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. Today, you didn't need to know anything I'm telling you. But yeah. Marissa, instead of asking you how your week is going, because I know the answer to that, I no, instead... No, but <laughs> um, a few weeks ago, there's this Korean makeup um, brand that I love, that I spend lots of money on, and I have one of those Facebook things that's like, how many eyeshadows do you see in this picture? We'll pick one lucky winner. And I was just like, I don't know, seven. That's like verbatim my response. <laughs> and then I forgot about it. And I won. And I'm Congratulations. Medicine. Not medicine. <laughs> Makeup sent to my house for my I favorite hope no brand. one sends you a mystery box of medicine. I don't know. But um, otherwise, my week is fine. I'm also on medication. And I can't <laughs> tell whether the fact that my week is fine is because I'm dealing better or because I'm on medication. Guys, no shame here. I'm on vacation. <laughs> As announced last episode. <laughs> Today I had tacos with James and our coworker Kevin. And uh, and then earlier this week I discovered a new podcast called A Woman's Smile, which is absurd and stupid and it's like it's just uh, amazing. I found it just at the right time and I got to listen to four episodes and I was just like, this is wonderful. So... Yeah, my week's going pretty good, all things considered, although I am exhausted right now, and I may speak to you with my eyes closed for a period of time, because okay. my eyes hurt. I don't know if it's allergies, or air conditioning, or looking at screens too long, but... You should get those special glasses that make the screen not so harsh to you. Yeah. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> anyway, what did you want to ask me? Well, tell us about the shirts that you saw, just because I was going to ask you if you saw anything good this week, but I already answered the, my side, so. I was walking today to work, and I, I I work right next to a college campus, so I see a lot of dumb college kids that are so boring. But And this girl was boring also, but she was wearing a shirt that said, Brazen is, no, Brazing is amazing. 
I don't know anything about braising other than it being a way to cook meat, right? Yeah. I'll tell you one thing that you don't know about it. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, but like, what could that... I will say I, I messed up. I didn't go... I walked past her and I didn't turn around to see what the front of her shirt said. There was nothing to indicate anything that made sense on the back. There was no, like, piece of meat. So the front said braising is amazing. No, the back said braising is amazing. Oh. And I didn't look at the front because I'm stupid. Hey man, meat's real hot. People love working on meat lately. Smoking meat, slapping Ugh. meat, tasting meat. Disgusting. Saucing meat. <laughs> icebreaker. Oh, my icebreaker is, what is the most, if anything, maybe not, because you're not shallow and stupid like me, but has there been any celebrity news, not real news, because it's not fun, any celebrity news that is like, struck you or had any impact on you in the past month no you go first if you want and then i can check my phone real I quick i hate <laughs> Pete davidson and ariana grande because i hated ariana grande before and now he posts all these videos of her and she looks like just as much of a tool as i thought she was and it just makes me prejudicially think that all men are just so shallow because she looks so boring and such a tool but her body is so banging and they're engaged and i'm like shut up oh my gosh she seems so annoying that's all and makes me really angry oh and kat von d and now she's an anti-vaxxer that was very shocking it's very scary when people you admire come out as anti-vaxxers yeah I'm sure there's something but it's I can't think or find anything right now I'll give you a special Although... one Although, um, oh yeah, Ariana Grande. I think you're right. I think she's boring. And you know what? Maybe she has a banging body, but there's like millions of people across the world who have banging bodies. So you know what? Who needs people it? People age. <laughs> people age. No, they don't. Okay. I don't. See, I don't know. I honestly I don't, know, if don't know anything about her at all. I don't think she has a big chest. I think she just is very thin and has very nice hair and has a very pretty face. I don't know. Whatever. Who Something cares? about the name Ariana reminds me of a child, too. So. That's uncomfortable. She looks like a child and acts like a child. Ugh, the video yeah. is gross. Anyway, enough shade. Who's going first? You are. Okay. Guys, this, despite the fact that I said my week was okay, right at the end, a whole bunch of people just decided to drop shit in my life that I didn't ask for. <laughs> literally. So, quite literally. Week, people just started yeah. to do shit all around Marissa. They started doing duties, and they are planning to do duties every day for the rest of my week. So, um, so we had to do the podcast earlier than normal, and then yesterday a bunch of crap happened. So I put this together last minute, and I had to change my topic midway because I realized it could have taken a bad turn. <laughs> so I am talking about hygiene. Pete, how many times you showered a day? Do you shower every day? No. How often do you shower? Uh, if I go to the gym, I shower. If it is summertime, I shower every day because I'm a sweaty, sweaty man. But if I'm not, not in peak sweaty, sweaty season, then every other day is fine by me. Okay. I don't get super smelly or anything. Do you shower any more when you have a girlfriend or same? Uh, the same. I mean, okay. like, if like I'm going to get naked or something, I'd probably want to. <laughs> but, okay. you know. Yeah. That's okay. not happened in ages, ladies and gentlemen, so <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I haven't sure. showered in three years. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to throw this out there, though. Every time I shower, I do wash my hair. 
and I know that some people have different hair issues about like you yes. know you don't wash your hair every day or something like that. I don't have a lot of hair to wash, so I keep it short. Hopefully, it's well, not causing any further damage. I, my hygiene has changed very much. When I was a young teenager, I don't even know how much I used to shower, but I used to pretend I was showering by sitting up just in the bathroom and I running through water. I used to do that as a little kid. Yeah. Yeah, but I did it like old, <laughs> <laughs> like like. 13, 14. And listeners, this is at a time when, like, Marissa wasn't in there with her phone, like, scrolling through Instagram or something. No, I was just to take a shower. She was sitting. there with nothing else. Nothing, yeah. Guys, I didn't have the internet on my phone until I was, like, early 20s. So, yeah, know that. So, up until double digits, maybe 21, I was not hygienic. Uh, I remember when I first went to college, I was like, Shit, yeah. No one Because my father used to <laughs> ground me if I didn't take a bath before nine. So, yeah, I remember in college once I didn't wash my hair for a month. The only once. That wasn't a recurring thing. And I didn't have dreadlocks, so that wasn't acceptable. Mm-hmm. And um, You having dreadlocks wouldn't be acceptable anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For a time in college, a few people called me queen of the scum punks. Now, mind you, that was because of the way I dressed. However... It was possible that at times my hygiene went hand in hand with that, according to one person. Anyway, according to one horrible person that decided to tell me that in my 30s. Yeah. Anyway, after that, I decided to become baseline hygienic for the most part, which was like shower in the day, every day, wash my face in the morning and then the night. Then I joined some goth bands with all men that didn't shower often, and I decided to be dirty again for a little while. <laughs> and then I went to Korea. Uh, in Korea, I decided to take a bath every day again. And then I'll never forget, I had my first boyfriend there. And one day, we went on a date at night, and then I went back home. And, like, every day, he'd, like, ask me, like, inane things, like, oh, did you eat lunch? Did you eat dinner? Blah, blah, blah. And that day, right after, like, he got home, he's like, did you shower yet? And I was, like, traumatized because, like, I had showered in the morning. Why did he ask me if I showered then? And then it happened another time when he asked me if I showered at night. It made me really uncomfortable, and it really gave me a complex. Now, what I'm going to say now is definitely my experience. I can't say this applies for everyone in Korea. But when I lived longer in Korea... I learned that at least people I knew, Korean people, generally showered at night. So you were clean before you went into the bed. So my boyfriend wasn't being like, oh, you're dirty. He was like, oh, did you do your nightly shower before bed? Like, he was just, like, asking me what I did. Also, like, even if you didn't, like, fully shower, a lot of people would wash their feet before they got into bed just so that they wouldn't get their dirt on their bed. So from there... I also got to showering every night. I, again, I can't speak for everyone, but all of my Korean friends and all my boyfriends generally showered at night, not just because we were banging, just like, I don't know, that seemed to be their thing. And uh, then I also went one step further and would often wash my feet if I had been outside for a while. And then I also got into a habit of like applying 10 creams to my face morning and night, but that's like a whole nother story. That was a me thing. I became obsessive with cleanliness there. Wrinkles. Um, yeah, and I became obsessed with cleanliness, wrinkles, and aging. 
and smelling good all of the time. So then I also went to Japan later on where I realized like an otherworldly set of toilets around the country. Uh, I remember in my one hotel room, which like wasn't really fancy, it was like, I don't know, just like mid baseline, mid 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 tier. Uh, the toilet not only had like a built-in bidet, which I think was pretty common, uh, but it also had heated seats, and it had this option to have different kinds of ambient noises so people wouldn't hear you poop and pee. So that's that's impressive. Yes. So I originally was like, let me talk about hygiene in different cultures. But then I realized, no, because you never know the perspective of the person writing the article, and I don't want to say something wrong about a culture or something that's racist about people's hygiene because I was reading something about like India and it maybe I, I can't fact check these things and it just seemed like I don't know just seemed I didn't want to talk about cultures I can't speak for uh, that's so, wise, wise. <laughs> yeah and like I said again even what I said about Korea it could just be my experience um, Juan if you're listening did all of your Korean friends and boyfriends shower at night or was that just a me thing okay uh now because of that and because that was the topic i wanted and then it was like almost time for us to do the podcast i was like what am i gonna do so i decided to look at interesting facts about the evolution of hygiene um and the internet is sometimes more disorganized than i want it to be so i'm gonna jump around from different countries and just give interesting facts, okay? Sorry, guys. Doesn't always work out. So we're going to start with ancient Rome. What do you think about bathing habits in ancient Rome? Do you have any concepts? Communal. Yes. Public baths. Give me one word. <laughs> <laughs> public baths were very popular. But there was more to it than I realized. Like, I just thought, like, I don't know, you just sit in hot water. And then you probably, like, bang people and, like, have do 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 things. I don't know. Nudo fights. Yeah, Nudo. I always hear like that they're like full of sex and craziness. But anyway, apparently if you were a man, this is according to salon.com. It sounded very weird to me, but I was like, alright. If you were a man, you would take off all your clothes, put a little oil on your body, and rub it with dust, and then go out into a field and kind of work up a sweat. And then you would get somebody to scrape off your perspiration with an instrument that looks like a tiny rake called either a striggle or a strigil, S-T-R-I-G-I-L. Then you would get into a tepid bath, then into a really hot bath, then into a cold bath. If you notice, there was never any soap involved. And as Pete said, it was all done communally and in public. So, all through the Roman Empire, public baths were a big thing, but then they went out of style for a long time due to the fall of the Roman Empire. Um, when the empire fell, a lot of the plumbing systems and the aqueducts that were in place uh, were dismantled by, like, their enemies. And um, as for bathing in general, Europe suffered a hiatus in cleanliness for a couple centuries. When the plagues came, like the Black Death in the 14th century, 
doctors discouraged warm baths because they thought that warm water would open up your pores and make the disease, like, enter your body. So people were avoiding warm baths and just, like, generally water in general. Oh, excuse me. In around the 1600s, um, people were still not bathing on a regular basis, but they were, like, washing up. Um, after people would get out of bed, they would generally, like, wash their hands and their face, and they would, like, quickly wash the rest of their body with a sort of rubbing. Uh, some would use a dry cloth, or some would use a wet cloth, or some would rub themselves down with, like, perfumes or oils. And apparently King Louis the, if I know Roman numerals, 14, used to rub himself down uh, with cloth soaked in alcohol every day. Um, and in addition to this, like, quick kind of, like, casual wash, um, in France specifically, I think, linen was thought to clean you. Um, people would sleep on linen cloths and they would wear linen shirts because they thought that the dirt would actually absorb all, I'm sorry, they thought that the fabric would actually absorb all of your dirt and smells, uh, which obviously they still smelled a lot. So by the 1700s, doctors had a little bit more of an understanding of things and they realized that it wasn't necessarily a bad thing to have your pores open. Um, so people began to be a little less afraid of, like, water baths. And by the 1840s in the United States, like I said, I'm jumping to another country because for some reason that's what my article did. Uh, in the 1840s, um, people started gradually integrating, like, designated bathrooms into new homes with plumbing systems. But for a very long time, like well into the 1920s, if you lived in a rural place, you still didn't have a bathroom and you were still just taking like a gigantic tin tub into your kitchen, maybe like once a week, filling it with warm water. And then everyone in the family was showering in that same water. And usually it would start like if the, in the most important, like from the most important person down. So the father would bathe first and then the mother and it would go down and down, and obviously the last person would be the dirtiest. So, That's gross. Yeah, super gross. I so, bet they all use the same towels, too. I, I was reading something about like prisons somewhere where like everyone washed in the same water, and like, like dozens of people just dried with the same towel. It just sounded so gross. Okay. Um, so present day... They were saying that researchers kind of did a study with public bathrooms and found that only about 15% of people in the United States actually wash their hands long enough with soap. In case you haven't heard, but I'm sure you have, you're supposed to, like, rub the soap in your hands for as long as it would take you to sing, like, the happy birthday song twice or something, right? I don't know. Either once or twice. I, I wash my hands with spit. Shut up. No, you don't. <laughs> and basically, people have kind of said that the current interest in cleanliness in our culture is really about apparent appearance and never smelling like, you know, like we naturally do. Uh, we just want to look clean and we want to smell clean, but we don't really clean ourselves in order to prevent disease. 
The question was asked, are there actual health benefits to bathing every day or bathing frequently, or is it more of a social convention? And many doctors would say that it is actually a social convention and that it's very important to wash below your wrists, like your hands, uh, so you don't spread germs when you touch things. Mm -hmm. Um, And that if you suddenly, like, stopped bathing, probably the biggest risk would be fungal infections or skin conditions. But that's probably, like, the worst that would happen. I feel like, too, sometimes we have more chemical-related things out there these days. And maybe, like, you do have to wash a little bit more because you could come into contact with something that would be a little bit more threatening than something maybe more organic that you would run into back in the days when people didn't as much. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. And guys, don't forget to wash your fruit and your vegetables. Yep. Also, I also forgot to mention about my whole hygiene thing. I will say, everyone, I now shower every day. I now shower every night. If it's a really hot day and I'm going to see someone, I'll shower maybe another time so I don't smell when I see them. And I wash my hair once a week, not because I'm dirty, but because I have ethnic hair, and if I wash it too much, it will fall. If you want to tell us how much you shower, give us a call. <laughs> At 570-PODWOD1. pod one Tell us how dirty you used to be and how far you've come. Or how clean you used to be and how dirty you've gotten. how dirty you've become. <laughs> In my defense, every time I get a shower and I get out of the shower, my skin is, like, dry as hell. And I know that I can just apply lotion to my entire body. But then I'm like, I just washed myself. This is so ridiculous. Two things. One, Don't you blame myself. Don't blame myself. <laughs> no, one, yeah, you never smell bad. It's fine. Two, yeah, you get a more moisturizing soap. Three, I'm or using you oil of also... Olay. Oh, hmm, yeah. It's oil. It's of Olay. <laughs> or you could also apply um, bath. No, is it? Body oil while you're still wet because it traps in the moisture. And then you just pat yourself dry. So more work now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, so, my gosh. Marissa, thank you for taking us on a journey through the body. I'm going to now try to take our listeners through, through the soul. a journey of my mind. Oh. <laughs> because uh, I know I've sort of done this before with a couple of topics, but um, I always think it's interesting to learn the way that somebody thinks, like the way that they connect things. It's always funny when I'm hanging out with Marissa and by word association, we end up with something way off the beaten track of what we were talking about and we're laughing and having a good time. And so uh, that's kind of how this particular uh, topic came to be today. Uh, Like Marissa, I was a little bit earlier than her in working on it, but that's only because I get off work probably a lot earlier than her. Stop bragging. I was, I was kicking around a few different ideas this week. The idea that I really wanted to go into is I wanted to talk about how Amazon is up to some really questionable practices. And with their promotional Prime Week happening when this episode goes live, I thought it'd be interesting to contrast their great sales with the uh, minimum wages that they offer employees or the fact that they still provide ICE contractors with various technologies that help for the searching for and detaining of immigrant families. In fact... On July 10th, protesters successfully contributed to closing a brick-and-mortar Amazon store in New York uh, in protest of the ice ties. And shoppers, Whoa. 
shoppers organized a small-scale blackout on purchases, streaming, and web traffic to protest the employment practices. I'm sure it had very little impact on business, though, because Amazon is huge. Yeah, it's still pretty cool. A hundred people striking at Walmart. Walmart's never going to know. But public relations-wise, I saw several articles on it. So, you know, must have gotten something out there. But the last thing that drew my attention, the most recent one, at least in what I read, was um, how the ACLU is going after Amazon. And I thought, well, that's weird. wonder why that's happening. Well, Amazon is providing law enforcement with facial recognition software called Recognition, but with a K, R-E-K. I'm sorry, can I interrupt you? Absolutely. What do you mean by Amazon is providing? Like they're selling it on their website or they no, are developing it? No, that's a very good it? question. They have developed it and are giving it to them. It's kind of like a free month of Prime. That sounds you, like you a go, PR nightmare. Why would they think that would not create backlash? What? I'll I'll talk about it a bit, but it is it's like a sort of bait and switch thing. Be, not switch, I guess. You give it to them for free, they become dependent on it. Just like when you use Amazon Prime for a month, and you're like, "Holy crap, this is amazing! I can get packages in two days." Of course, at the end of the month, when they automatically charge you the hundred dollars, you're like, "Man, that's pretty steep for a one-time fee." But uh, I can get all no. these packages in I two would just days. I like to let you know. I have never signed up for Amazon Prime, no matter how many <laughs> fake email addresses I've gotten. And um, then, yeah, so I'm immune. Go ahead. Yeah, so to go back to it a little bit, uh, the Washington County Sheriff's Department in Oregon pumped 300,000 mugshots into their recognition system and have yeah. used it to search various stills pulled from surveillance footage. Criminals did not consent to having the images used in this system for this purpose. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, well, they got arrested and they got a mugshot. It's not their right anymore to have that sort of privacy. But I want to remind anybody who's thinking that if you get arrested, it doesn't mean you did anything. You can get arrested and get your picture taken and then immediately released from jail. So, you know, it's not really, I don't think that line of thinking, and even if you stuck with that line of thinking, there are moral reasons why that's not really sound in its own right anyway. But, They even went so far, they being Amazon, as to offer connecting these police and law enforcement organizations with a body camera manufacturer, which, to me, starts to send waves of RoboCop. Like, you have a camera on you, it looks at a person, and a computer back at home identifies who that person is and tells you to arrest them, or something like that. You know? It's kind of spooky and weird, and uh, while they say that they have used this technology to help recover missing children with it, which is the good PR that you get out oh, of it. Oh, I was masturbating with my hand off the screen doing that gesture, <laughs> but I realized nobody could see it, so I was just doing it by myself. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, by the way, oops, I'm sorry. Also, you might not know what I mean. I was doing a <laughs> hand gesture. Like a, yeah, no, right. She was gesture. lady masturbating. <laughs> no, that would be disgusting, guys. It's not what I meant. Sorry, continue. Uh, so, just like all technology it has to come with some level of responsibility and I don't know any law enforcement officer that I have ever met who would be like oh yeah I can't wait to get my hands on that equipment so I can find missing children <laughs> uh, there are ways to fool recognition and that is something that I thought was interesting R-E-K again the software itself and other facial recognition software like uh, covering your face 
And since it's summertime, uh, I find myself frequently running into people that I work with or people on the street that I don't recognize simply because they're wearing sunglasses. Sometimes, I admit, they're very large sunglasses. I am not a sunglasses guy. And Marissa, you were talking about me getting those uh, blue light glasses, I think. Um, I'm not a sunglasses guy. I need a prescription in order to see clearly. And I've been too cheap to buy prescription sunglasses. So obviously, I'm too cheap to buy prescription blue light sunglasses as, or also, blue light glasses as well. Eye wrinkles without sunglasses. <laughs> well, I already have them probably. Uh, plus, I kind of resent sunglasses on the whole because they make me feel so dumb. Now, listen, if I saw Marissa on the street with sunglasses, I would recognize her. But I don't recognize most people that I see because they're not people that I'm close friends with. Okay? And when I don't see people and somebody says hello and I look at them like, who the hell are you? I feel really dumb when I recognize who they are. You know, like 15 seconds later, sometimes longer. And uh, so I kind of resent sunglasses a little bit for that reason. That's a silly statement. Just at face value. And I'm open to the fact that this might just be me. But I thought, I'm going to look into this a little bit more. Sunglasses, again. There was that trend a few years ago, which may still continue, I'm not really sure, of big, big bug-eye sunglasses. And again, they threw me off for a lot of people. Even people that I'm friends with, like... People that I follow on Instagram who I know personally, whose face I see on a regular basis on Instagram, they throw on sunglasses and I have to scroll up to see who they are based on their name. I'm just, I think just you a, might have a problem. I'm not sure. It's just a problem that I have. And as you know, Marissa, I am traditionally very hard on myself, and so I feel so dumb when I don't recognize people. But the trick is, right, they always recognize me because my eyes are naked. They're not really naked. I have, again, prescription glasses. But this is what I always look like. Those people have on a disguise, and it's not fair that I don't recognize who they are. <laughs> so <Okay>. I, <laughs> I continue to read about this problem, and I've discovered that there's actually two phrases at work here. There's facial detection slash perception and facial recognition. One, whew, hear me out, one is actually recognizing that a face is present. <laughs> The second is recognizing the face as someone you know. I don't know which I'm one sorry, I have. That, that laugh is really intense, but that was a weird thing. Maybe my brain is so dumb that I don't even see a face when people put on sunglasses. Oh, I just man, see some, so cool. some oh, boy. So cool. It's unlikely, of course, but people do suffer from face blindness. 2.5% of Americans may eventually suffer from... This is an annual statistic. I said may eventually suffer from because not 2.5% of everybody, but 2.5% of an aging population uh, will eventually suffer from congenital or develop, developmental prosopagnosia. Now Prosa, say it with a French accent. Prosopagnosia. Prosopagnosia. Thank you. <laughs> As we all grow older. Which, what does by that the mean? way, doesn't... That is not recognizing the presence of a face. What the f***? <laughs> you know where the mouth hole is, but you don't know where the face is. <laughs> what? I've never heard this in my life. Did this... What? This means perception of our face and the faces of others becomes much weaker as our faculties deteriorate because there's a part of your brain. And as no. we all know, the longer we stay alive, the older we get and our bodies get older and parts of our brain stop working no. as well. And so that is a possibility for 2.5% of the population. Maybe. But 
I have an advanced form of that. I don't really know. <laughs> Explain to me again. They don't know they are faces, or they don't know whose faces they are. You just don't recognize. Oh, they don't the recognize it, but they, they of acknowledge a, of a face. No. What does that mean? That sounds like you live in a hellscape. It means that you. You're you're, do you know there's a body? It's like if you have a really old computer and your brain is the computer. It just doesn't process as yeah, fast as it used to. The body. Yeah, yeah. So they process and, almost headless people, like they sort of process the face. It's not headless. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Maybe I should have done the whole thing on this. <laughs> yeah. But I thought this was a common thing. The concept so faceless of, of people. face blindness. All these elderly people are living in a hellscape with faceless people. <laughs> yes? Not exactly, but I'll say yes. <laughs> okay, that's horrible. And when I say not exactly, I mean it doesn't mean that they're looking at, like, just skin around a mouth and eyes that has no definition or anything like that. It's that their brains don't process it the same way, and it's not as recognizable as it once was. So they might mistake it different for reasons, Different else? things... That could contribute to this would be perhaps you're an older person who's not around people as much anymore, and so you don't have that practice of seeing faces so on a regular basis. You forget what a person is. <laughs> no, no, I'm making it worse. The more I try to explain <laughs> it, I what I thought was scariest about it is that you could look in the mirror and potentially not recognize your own oh, face. I love so. that in an abstract sense, but not. I don't wish that on an old person ever. But I just love the idea of that. <laughs> I can be anybody I want now. <laughs> yeah, oof. But yeah, I'm thinking, I don't think that I have that, because this only affects me in the summer, again, when people cover their faces to some degree with sunglasses. At the root of things, though, many people are using sunglasses to shield the sun, not just to hide from me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I read this article about the effects of sunglasses. Uh, somewhere in the title, it basically said something to the effect of how sunglasses actually make you look hotter. Um, so, you know, take that with a grain of salt in terms no, they of reputation. <laughs> but they make you look like a tool. The beginning of it is simple. The right accessory, let's say it that way, Marissa, the right accessory makes you look good, you know? You uh -huh. wear sunglasses. I'm sure you looked really hard to find the right pair of sunglasses, and then you put them on, and you were like, yeah, I look good. Um, once I hung out with someone, and they thought I was cosplaying just by me wearing a <laughs> pair of sunglasses. So that should give you an idea of the kind of sunglasses I choose. Continue. <laughs> in this article, they also cited a study that said that sunglasses make the wearers more confident in engaging in dishonesty because their eyes, where generally humans look to measure sincerity and intent, are hidden by sunglasses. And when that aspect is hidden, the wearer becomes more mysterious, which is attractive to most people because people are attracted to the unknown. I hate this article. People want to figure out what's going on behind the scenes. or I like never want to. Pull back the veil. Yes. I know. We're old enough now that we're just like, no, nah, take those glasses off. I want to yeah, see like, some eyeball. <laughs> I don't care. If you so, want to be mysterious, I'm over it. So if we take this back to facial recognition, which is where I started, just for a Yeah, I didn't know where this was going. <laughs> uh, sunglasses do help you hide from detection, but they will not help you hide for long if developers and innovators have their way, because research, researchers recently reported that a certain blend of technology identified within 69% accuracy a woman who was wearing a hat, wearing sunglasses with a hat, wearing a hijab, wearing a hat, sunglasses, and fake beard, 
and wearing a hat and using a scarf to cover her mouth. That's horrifying. With 69% accuracy, they recognized her all as the same person. I don't... Now, 69% is failing if you're taking a class with me, but that's still much better than I thought it would be. I don't want to commit a crime, but I like just knowing that if I wanted to commit a crime in my lifetime, I could disguise myself. I also, based on your mention of this, bet that some of these investors are people who are not happy with sort of protest situations that are going on recently. For sure. Because you watch news and certain people who are engaging in disruptive acts will cover their faces so that they cannot be identified. And again, you know, that's something to think about. But 69% accuracy. So just like when you try to put on an Instagram face filter decoration thing, it may not always identify your face depending on what you know, like position you're sitting in or if you have something dumb on your face or something like that. But it does most of the time so that you can look like a cat or some horse shit like that. But this article also cited uh, gate recognition technology, which you may have seen in one of the Jason Bourne movies, I believe, where they measure your walk and identify, like match that up with previous footage of you walking so that they can identify you because apparently we all have a unique gait and walk. Not like every single person in the world, but it, I could say, like, this is the way Marissa walks, and this is the way this person walks. There's a decent chance that could be Marissa since she's in the area that we're looking for her in. Anyway, when it comes to faces, I'll tell you this much, Marissa. Let's say you do commit a crime and you are trying to hide from authorities. The best way for you to do it is using a rigid full face mask. So if you want to hide from me and artificial intelligence, get yourself one of those blowtorch masks. <laughs> Or get yourself some sort of weirdo eyes wide shut animal mask or something. How about like a, like a Nixon mask? I think that might work, but if it's oh too... by rigid you mean hard? I've, yes. I was thinking with rigid. Conservative? <laughs> no, with ridges. <laughs> no, no, no. If it's um, if it bends to your face like that, they might be able to use that to identify oh, okay. the contours of your face because the mask itself or is like soft. Or like a ski mask. No, because even a ski mask, well, depending on what you mean no, by ski I'm mask. No, I'm sorry. Hockey I mean, like, mask. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hockey mask is a yeah, perfect example. Yeah, I didn't mean ski. I don't know how people ski. Yeah, it's okay. I did that last week. Yeah, when we were talking about Friday the 13th. Oh. If you wear a hockey mask around town, you're going to stand out, okay? But yeah. machines, at least, won't know who you are until, of course, they figure out how to track your purchases and figure out that you recently bought a hockey mask. But we're not there right now, so we'll just let that fly. Okay. Unless you purchase it on the dark web, then no yeah. one will know. This is my dark web hockey mask. <laughs> I encourage one of our listeners to go on the dark web and call me and tell me all about it. So this was a bit of a mismatch episode. When Marissa said hygiene, I was pulling my hair out all week. Okay, for two days, because she told me two days ago. <laughs> I was pulling my hair out for two days trying to figure out something that could go along with that. And even though it is a wide breadth of things, hygiene... I just couldn't. I just couldn't do it. So hopefully you don't mind this mismatch episode that we happily bring to you. If you do and you'd like to complain about it, you can call us at 570-PODWOD1 or you can tweet us at YallHeardPod. Uh, if you use Twitter, please follow us on Twitter. We have five followers. It looks real sad. And yeah, we'll like your tweets and follow you back if, if you want to do that. <laughs> I had something I had to say and haunted from the research of my last episode. Like really haunted by the thought that you could pay for people to abuse you. <laughs> no, I am. I mean, um, first of all, we should we should acknowledge to the listeners uh, our episode itself was haunted with audio problems, and yeah. perhaps this one may be as well. When I listen back to it, we're trying to solve some of those problems. So thanks for still listening, anyway. But yeah.
Yeah, I, I actually tried to find some pictures to use for the cover photo for that, and I did not like anything that I found. In fact, uh, what was the Haunted Basil, I believe, changed their name to Brutality now. The, <laughs> the whole thing is just called Brutality, and I'm like, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, guys, again, in the event that you didn't hear the last episode, I'm not talking about a dominatrix. I'm talking you could pay money to have, like, Immersive horror experiences is what what they're called. greater than a haunted house. It's like where people could, like, hit you and kidnap you and cut off your oxygen and bury you alive. On the website for brutality, it lists um, several medical conditions that you cannot suffer from. Uh, And if you, like, a nice obvious one is pregnant. If you're pregnant, you're not allowed to go through because it could be too brutal for you. <laughs> but there are other things, yeah, like heart conditions and... Uh, I'm going to look at that again. I'm, I'm fascinated. Um, oh, and- the other part of it is that their website is, to me, as a person who uses the internet, spooky as hell because it is black background, white text, no picture. <laughs> yeah, because they want it to be super mysterious and it's probably yes. They hell. got their sunglasses on at Brutality. Yeah! <laughs> I don't want to do it, but I want to know all about it. I want a first-hand account. I want to watch people do it. No, that sounds weird. Oh, with, no. With our Patreon money, we will pay for a listener who volunteers to go and be brutalized <laughs> <laughs> as long as they'll report back to us after the fact. Yeah. Yep. And okay. we get to pick We get to pick your safe word and not tell you what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, if you die... You don't get to use a safe word anymore. You just get to use an ease up word. Hopefully yeah. you watch, listen to our last episode. Last, oh, last thing. Okay, you did a very good job and have a very compelling episode, but I will say that the biggest takeaway is that old people can't understand faces. <laughs> That's not all old people, okay? You're going to go to your grandparents and be like, it's me, Marissa. <laughs> Touch my face, it's here. <laughs> no, but you said that not even... Yeah, I don't know. It just all sounded horrifying. 2.5% is a very low percentage, although it is higher than I expected when I read that. Also, that was Wikipedia research, so... Beep. What are you going to do with that? No, I'm joking. I'm totally I know, Wikipedia joking. is the bane of our entire podcast. <laughs> if we I'm didn't joking. have it, we wouldn't talk about anything. <laughs> so yeah, guys, I hope you had fun. It's time for It's time for It's time for It's time for Yeah, do you have anything fun to plug, Marissa? Um <laughs> I wanted to quickly uh publicize just a bit. Uh sandwichportraits.com for the second year in a row is sponsoring a booth at the <laughs> St. Nicholas Parish Bazaar in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, which is happening the day that this episode comes out. It starts on the 19th and ends, I think, on the 21st, maybe the 22nd, but I think it's the 21st. So that's Thursday through Saturday. Apparently, there's tons of good food. I just donate money so that I don't have to volunteer because people, I'm averse to people, even though I'm very lonely, too. (laughs) Life's biggest challenge. Yeah, that's my plug. I'm going to plug my brother's art again. Yes. Google Carlos Phillips Images Redbubble. 
go to our previous episode's uh, post on yallheard.me, and you can click a hyperlink that'll take you right to it. Ooh, fancy. I'll try okay. to remember to add one for this as well. So go support my brother, who's a very nice artist. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate you, as always. Uh, Y'all Heard Pod, at Y'all Heard Pod on Twitter, uh, 570podwad1. You can also hit up Marissa in her DMs on Instagram. She's always looking for that. <laughs> at wristbandle. Check out yallheard.me, which is our website. You can listen to all the old episodes. This, I believe, is episode number 40 officially. Uh, and, yeah, we're happy that you're listening. Thanks for subscribing and all that fun stuff. Leave an iTunes review. Do whatever you want. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.